Today's episode is brought to you by Bloody Buddy. Yep, that's right. We're going to talk about menstrual cups. Have you ever tried a menstrual cup? Well, I have. I'm here to say that I have. And I love it. I love my Bloody Buddy cup. The Bloody Buddy cup is a reusable menstrual cup that uses the highest grade of medical silicone. It's easy to insert, easy to remove, and completely comfortable. Although there have been a few pregnancies in between, I've been using the Bloody Buddy cup for about like three years now, and it has given me period freedom. It's changed my life completely. And you might be thinking, Mary, that sounds like super dramatic. That sounds like you're exaggerating. No, it is completely life-changing to have your period and not be thinking about it. It's completely life-changing to have your period and not have to run to the bathroom every three hours to change a pad or a tampon. Unlike pads and tampons you have to change once every three to four hours, you can keep your bloody buddy in for up to 12 hours. So not only will you be saving yourself so much time by not excusing yourself all day to go change your pad or your tampon and so much money by not having to run to the store every month to go grab whatever you need, you'll also be doing the environment a serious solid by cutting down on all that waste because your bloody buddy can be used for 10 freaking years. 10 years. And if you've tried other cups in the past and had some issues with them, we'll have no fear. The Bloody Buddy Cup is different, I promise you. It is perfect for beginners as well as seasoned menstrual cup users. What makes the Bloody Buddy Cup different from all the other cups on the market is it's easy to open design. It has patent pending, wavy grips at the bottom, a pincher bulb at the bottom of the cup to help you with, you know, easy removal when it comes time to change your cup out. And of course, it comes in a bunch of super cute colors, which is, you know, very important, very important for a menstrual cup. So go to bloodybuddycup.com, use their size guide, pick out a cute color for your cup, and enjoy the period freedom. And you can use our code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase. Again, that's code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase at bloodybuddycup.com. All right, now enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and yes, this is a day late, and I'm so sorry, but you know, the content, the content is still good. We have a lot to talk about today. At first, my husband, Alex Arndt, came on and joined me. We talked about Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker and their engagement, which we all kind of saw coming. We talked about Adele, like the new Adele music, and if we're excited or not. Spoiler alert, kind of? The answer is kind of. We're kind of excited. We talked about Harry Styles, who is now going to be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which, you know, that's something. That's something to be excited about, right? Right? Um, and then at the end of the show, Alex hopped off because he doesn't watch the same like TV that I do. And we recapped, we meaning me, I recapped you season three. And we talked about the newest episode of Succession, the season premiere of season three of Succession, which I'm so excited about. So stay tuned. It should be a good one. Hello. Okay. So as I said in the intro... Today's episode is a little late, and I'm sorry, and I have excuses, but I will spare you all, and I'll introduce our guest for today. Very hard um, to schedule, very hard to come by. This is a great get for the I Just Want to Chat podcast. It's my husband, Alex Arndt. Alex, hi. Hi, everybody, again. Again. Yeah. This back. is now the third time that I've back recruited on him. the podcast. It's now the third time that I've recruited him due to my poor planning um i wasn't able to re record yesterday so the podcast is a day late but here we are and we have a couple things to talk about later on in the show i will be recapping season three of you and by recapping season three of you i mean i'll be talking about episodes one through eight because i haven't finished the last ones yet 
I've been trying to binge it, but I feel like my eyeballs are going to fall out of my head. And then also I recapped uh, the new episode of Succession. And we will be doing that every week because it's my only passion in life is to talk about HBO prestige dramas and comedies. So without further ado, there are a few things to talk about this week. Number one, the main story, the only thing that anybody cares about. Say it with me, Alex. One, two, three. I wanted to see what he would think the main story of the week is. What do you think the main story of this week was? One, two, three, say it. Bachelor. Yeah. No. Good, good guess. There was a new premiere tonight, which I have not watched. Um, But Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker got engaged. Really? Kravis. Really? Like, you didn't know? I mean, I didn't think that was a big deal. I I actually, I don't know how big of a deal it really is, but it is the only thing that we've really talked about in the last bit. Um, I am a little upset at myself because I said that they would either be, either be broken up by September or engaged by September, and now I'm officially a 2000 and late because I... My prediction was wrong. They were engaged in October. But I'm very happy for the happy couple. I Something dawned on me the other day. So we have Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. And we have Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. And they've just been put together for no other reason except for the fact that like their husbands are kind of punk. But if Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande were still together, they would be a part of whatever this thing is. We would be seeing Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson's tongue twice a week, at least. They, they would, they would be involved. I think I might've even talked about this on my last podcast and I'm very sorry, sorry for, uh, you know, beating a dead horse here, but we can all thank our lucky stars, even though I did like Pete and Ariana Grande together. Just know it could be so much worse for all of us because we could be getting triple the amount of uh, news coverage of pretty girls and their punky boyfriends. <laughs> Punks. When are Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox going to get engaged? That's that's a big question that I have. Um, but other than that, no real questions except for I do wonder if I saw this on a TikTok that their engagement that they had like on the beach which kind of a weird, you wouldn't really think Kardashian and public proposal. Like, you know, that, that Kim was proposed to, you know, like the giant stadium, but that, that was different. You know, that was like a privately rented out thing. You don't really think Kardashian and public cheesy proposal with like rose petals and stuff made into hearts and everything. So the proposal was perplexing. The proposal was perplexing, but Somebody on TikTok made a good point. They think that that one is just for the show. And they think that they really did get engaged earlier months ago in Vegas. Alex, what do you think? No, I think I think the beach was the real one. You think that this engagement that you just learned about 45 seconds ago, you think it's genuine? I'm so yeah. mean to you on here. I try to be like sarcastic and funny. 
and it comes off so rude. <laughs> I promise I love him. Yes. Yes. He yes. like that sounded like gun to your head. Like <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. She is. She's nice to me. No. No, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't. Anyway, congrats You're just to the. Just trying ha- to be funny. That's why it comes off as. That's why it doesn't work because I'm not funny. No, especially you if I don't. Funny. Especially if I try. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. congrats to the happy couple. When do we think that they'll actually get married? I think that they have to do. Glam. Elvis impersonator wedding in Vegas. I think that that's kind of their only option. I can't imagine them wedding planning for a year and her having like bachelorette parties. Well, I mean, it is her first marriage. Really? Yeah. She was with Scott for forever, but they never got married. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So maybe she will go all out with like the bachelorette parties and everything, but like, I don't think that they're getting married in like a vineyard in Paris or anything. I think it's going to have to be like punk rock and, you know, like, who's who's like somebody cool enough to officiate I can't even think I don't know but I will also side note props to Kourtney Kardashian for getting Travis Barker a true romantic because he is part of the band Blink 182 which has one of my favorite love songs of all time Pretty Little Girl so hopefully they have a great life together, and hopefully he sings. He doesn't sing. I think he just drums, you know? Yeah, I think so. Hopefully he drums the beautiful <laughs> drumming noises of Very Pretty Little romantic. Girl. One of the best, one of my favorite love songs of all time by Blink-182. Hopefully he just drums that song to her all the time, and they have a beautiful life together. I hope that they have a baby. That's my sincere hope. One, one more kid. One more kid. My mom had me at 40. She had my little sister at 43. We turned out all right. They could do it. They could do it. Alex is like, no, please, no. That's why we had all of our babies in our 20s. No, please, no. Not you. You're older than me. I had all my babies in my 20s. Alex is elderly, and he's in his 30s. Um, How old were you when we had Leo? Were you 29? Yeah, because you turned 30 yeah. in COVID. Anyway, this is great podcasting. Congrats to the happy couple for the 40th time. Alex, big news in the MCU happened today. MCU. Really? Do you know what it is? Is it Eternals is coming out? Has to do with the Eternals coming out. That is correct. Premiere? It did premiere. Today? This week? Recently. I think yesterday. Think boy band and... Oh, Fruit. Harry Styles. Yes. He's... Is, th- is that fake news? I think it's basically confirmed now. And it's been rumored rumored for a while. A listener sent me a DM a while ago and said, Harry Styles is going to be in this MCU movie. And I read it, that message, and I was like, cute idea. Would be cool. But I don't know why this news was so shocking to me, because obviously he is like an A-plus star he's an a-lister of all the a-listers but this doesn't seem like his lane yeah not at all especially because it sounds like he's going to be playing a big role he's like the i don't 
I only joined the Marvel Cin- Cinematic Universe a year ago when Ma- when WandaVision came out, and it stole my heart. So I'm, I don't know any of the comic books, but he's going to be playing Thanos's brother. Do you know anything about that? I don't. No, I'll have to do some research. And I don't know if the Eternals are going to now blend in with the new Avengers. I think so, at some point. I... I don't know. I, I'm i not that stoked to see Eternals. I love Kit Harrington. Don't love Angelina Jolie. Love Gemma Chan. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I could get behind like a, a hairy, a hairy superstar movie star career. Because I don't really think that like the new movies that he's going to be in. Did you ever see like the mini trailer for Don't Worry Darling? I don't think so. Somehow you missed it. I'll show it to you later. I don't think it's going to be like a blockbuster hit. I think it will be a success because people want to see the movie that brought Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles together. But Harry Styles will now be a a franchise movie star. Congrats to Harry Styles and congrats to the happy couple. To the happy couple. (laughs) Anyway, um, last but not least... Adele came out with her return to music this last week. Oh, yeah. With her song. Shoved down our throats continuously on the radio. You Okay, this is, this is actually really interesting. So Alex listens to the radio over, like, streaming his own music. He just listens to the radio. Yeah. Which, which is great. Old school. It keeps me in touch with what's on the radio. Have they really been playing it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Out of all the songs on the radio right now, what do you think you hear the most? Oh, that's a tough one. Because I flipped through so many stations. Okay. Thank you. Thank, so, thanks for I'm the sorry, insight. I... <laughs> okay. On the on today's pop hit station, what do you think you hear the most? Uh, I really can't. Gun to your head, name me the song that you hear the most, please. One, two, three, say it. Uh, My oh, the goodness, Justin Al. Bieber one. What's the. Does he even Kid have a song Leroy. out? Oh, Stay? Yeah. I thought that was like a song of the summer. No, it's still in going. October. It's still going. Is Olivia Rodrigo still having a good run? Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's some. Is it other... Traitor or what song is on? Yeah, that one. And. Um... Yeah, some of the other ones are picking, have kind of picked up hmm. the steam from driver's license eventually. Are there like a... the deja vu? I feel like okay. is still pretty. That's popular. a good one. That's a slept on one. Um, so Adele, have you been hearing "Easy on Me" a lot on the radio? Yes. I have to admit, guys, long time Adele fan. I have been told multiple times when I was younger and my hair was more her color that we looked somewhat similar. So she was near and dear to my heart when she was very popular because I was like, oh, we have a connection. And also, like, you know, it was like one of the best breakup albums of all time. And I was very emotionally connected to it. Not that excited about the new Adele uh, run that we're going to be getting. Easy on me didn't blow me away. 
And I'm not even saying some people are like, oh, great. Woman with good voice belts out love song again or belts out breakup song again. And I wouldn't even be anti that, but it just does sound like everything else. Like when I listen to it, I want to start fading into All I Ask, which is like one of my favorite songs by her. I, I'm not that excited about what we've been hearing. The Vogue profiles, she did one for British Vogue, one for American Vogue. They were both fine. I, I feel like we're not going to get any big revelations from her personal life and like, nor do we really need them. Because the thing about Adele is like, we're so entertained by her. And she has like some famous friends, but she's not, I feel like we never really need celebrity gossip about her because she's not really interacting with celebrities. She's dating that agent, um, that's like big in the sports world. So she's in the sports world, but I don't care about the sports world, even though I'm number one in my fantasy football league right now. I'm number LOL. one out Tied of 12. Tied for number one. Okay. So Al and I, Alex and I, are tied for number one, but I have more points than you. Okay. All right. So I am the winner. So I guess. As of right now. Tiebreaker. But I would still say we're tied. I'm sure it feels better for your ego to say that we're tied, but I'm beating you. Anyway, my, my fantasy football strategy was just to pick anybody that's ever dated a Kardashian or is like an influencer husband or that I've heard of before. Anyway, it's working out great for me. Um, anyway, what I was saying was we don't, Adele is doing this Oprah interview where she's going to do like a tell all about her life, but I kind of feel like I know everything that I need to know about her life right now. She went through a divorce, seemed amicable, but heartbreaking. She has a child. She did all these things young. And now she's dating somebody else. But, like, we don't really know or care about who she's dating. She doesn't really interact with that many celebrities. So as far as, like, hearing things about her personal life, I just don't really care that much. So that being said, I'm not that invested in the big Adele rollout. I'm excited for her, and I hope that there's some bangers on this on the album. But so far, easy on me is like, mm. all right. It's it's great. She's talented. What a voice. What a voice. But that's that's kind of where I am with that. Do you have anything else to add about the uh, superstar sensation Adele? No, but I hope I hope she kind of has a new trick and a new album or. What what would Something, you I, what would you like? I don't to know hear these it? artists. Something nice with like a guitar, or just yeah, just something new. I feel like not. I'm not saying that she needs to go like totally like folklore on us, but if we could get some other something other than a piano ballad, even if it's like an acoustic guitar ballad, even though I didn't love it when she did acoustic guitar ballad on Twenty Five. <laughs> so maybe I don't know what I want. Maybe I'm just hard to please. Yeah. Maybe but, I just want more Taylor Swift music no, at the end of the day. No, no, maybe yeah, but maybe she's got a surprise. We'll see, I guess, with the rest of her music. But maybe she'll start rapping. Hmm. Hopefully not. But I don't know. On 
I'm yawning because it's late. I'm sorry, guys. That was horrible of me. On Carpool Karaoke, she's one of those people who think that rapping um, Monster by Nicki Minaj is a personality trait. Now I'm just being mean. I, too, at one point in my life thought that rapping Nicki Minaj was a personality trait. I used to think that because I could say all the words to Super Bass, that made me really cool. And then when I learned all the words to Monster, I was like, whoa, I'm going to move up to Provo. I'm going to show everybody that I know how to do this. And they're all going to be so impressed. Then I moved up there and I like tried to slip it in once. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I know like all the words to Monster and people were like, what song is that? Because they didn't really listen to the same rap that I did. Anyway, that was a tangent. TV recap time. Goodbye, Alex. Do you have anything else to say on the pod? Just, um, yeah, it's an exciting week, I guess. What's up next week? Do you have any intuition? Hmm. Big news that may drop? I think Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are going to have to run for their lives and probably get engaged soon here. Um, Also, hopefully we'll get some kind of Taylor Swift new single for Red because it's the date is rapidly approaching. Um, I'm excited to see what everyone's going to be for Halloween. I'm excited to see what the big costumes are going to be this year. I'm excited to see what the celebrities will dress up as. I'm excited to see if celebrities will go to parties. I think that we're at a very weird place right now with COVID where... Won't they? Or will they keep it on the down low? Well, I think right now celebrities are kind of starting to come out of their shell and not just do these like low key like parties because they're afraid of backlash because of COVID. Like they were still partying for sure, partying Mm -hmm. for sure, but they were trying to like keep it under wraps. But I do feel like the tide is kind of starting to shift where they're like, effort like we're vaccinated which is kind of the kid vaccine will be life-changing for many but i'm i'm kind of at that place too where i'm just like get vaccinated or don't get vaccinated and and i'll just be relaxed because i'm vaccinated and okay this is a covid rant now good night everybody (laughs) enjoy the tv goodbye thing bye hello okay so there were two tv shows that came out over the weekend that we have to talk about. I entered this last week still in a squid game state of mind. I didn't really want to think about anything but squid game. And that's my fault because squid game did come out, you know, like weeks and weeks ago, like I think in the middle of September and I was late to the game, but there's this influx of TV and movies and all these things that I want to watch. Life is so hard. And I went into this like very exciting TV week, not really ready. So this last week over the weekend, we got season three of You and we got the season three premiere of Succession, which is, you know, one of my favorite shows of all time. One of the greatest. And we'll talk about Succession in a minute. But I did want to start with talking about You. Guys, (laughs) this freaking show. I knew... Going into it, I was like, I was not excited, but I knew I was going to watch it and I knew I was going to binge it. And I still haven't actually finished the season. I'm on episode eight. I've been trying to watch 
all of it so I could record and recap all of it. But, you know, just it takes a toll. I told my husband earlier, I was like, this feels like a chore. This feels like homework. Maybe because I made it that way where I'm like, I have to finish it before I record the podcast. But it's not like an easy breezy watch. And not even because it's like troubling, but because it's bad. And it's good, but it's not like, it's not hooking me really. And I feel as if this whole season so far has been like, I feel like I wish that they would have done it in like chapters. I'm really trying to like limit how many times I say like, can you guys tell? I'm really trying, but it's really bad because I, I I don't know. I've been doing this my whole life. I've been saying like all the time my whole life. People can't change. Anyway, I wish that they would have divided this season up into chapters and I'm sure it's all going to come together in the last two episodes or last three episodes, however many I have, but, and now I'm just going to get into spoilers. So brace yourself. It's like he gets with Natalie, Natalie's murder. And then that's all resolved. And then it's on to this new thing with the guy that commits suicide or dies by suicide. Sorry. I like, I'm really trying to like change my language about that because I know that it's harmful language. Anyway, dies by suicide. There's that whole, you know, plot about that. And then it's over. It's done. And then he like finds himself in the woods and then that's over and that's done. And now like he's into this new girl and he wants to have a threesome or he wants to have a threesome to ruin his marriage. So then love doesn't like murder the, the new girl. I don't know. But I just, I feel like this whole season hasn't fit together. And again, maybe it will in the last two episodes and I'll like eat my words. But as of right now, it's been annoying to watch, even if it is good. And it's one of those things where, you know me, I'm always a Twilight apologist. And I always say like, oh, the dialogue sucked in Twilight. The actors were good, but they were given, you know, bad, bad content. But you know that they're good actors. I really think that like Penn Bagley is really doing something here. The girl that plays Love Quinn, she's really doing something. She's trying her hardest. But it's just so... I want to look up the writers to the show and like see what they look like. Not to like profile anybody, but... Is this, it feels very 55-year-old man that found out how, like, millennials are supposed to talk or something. Like, it, it feels very inauthentic. It's just like how when these old writers write high school students and they're like, Hey, girl, you just got, like, 10,000 clicks online. You're totally going viral. Like, that kind of stuff. It seems like that, but it's... They're trying to stay relevant, but the lingo just isn't working. And that was, like, very telling, by the way. They keep calling the main girl, I think her name is Sherry. Not main girl, but, you know, the the friend, like, the talk of the town girl. They keep calling Sherry a um, momfluen- momfluencer, I think. 
momfluencer. And that's just like not a word that anybody uses. Nobody calls them momfluencers. There's like mommy bloggers, mommy, mommy influencers or something. But mainly like mommy bloggers, even if they don't blog, no one's calling them a momfluencer. And that immediately took me out of it. And I do have a couple other like bones to pick. First of all, not a bone to pick, but I'm assuming that Marianne's ex is going to die. Sherry is going to die. And I don't know. And I don't even know if I want a season four of this. They'll probably probably have to do a season four to like tie things up. And again, this is me recapping without knowing exactly how it ends. This is, this is great podcasting. But um, I don't really know how it ends. But they're probably going to need one more season to tie it up. And then please, for the love of all that is holy, no more, no more. And we'll get to that more in a minute. And then, so I just have a couple leg bones to pick. Number one. The money situation is very confusing, very confusing for multiple reasons. Like we know that love came from money and I'm not even going to talk about how like the mom is like, oh, we're, we're not doing well and I have to buy this vineyard and I have to do all this stuff. None of it ever makes sense because I still can't imagine that this family that's like kind of in the public eye and like comes for money, it would be able to bankroll this girl and her husband and her family's entire life in this very, very wealthy area. And she has like this bakery, but we never see anybody in the bakery except for the neighbor that she's sleeping with. It, it just doesn't seem like a bustling town. And their house is very large and like their backyard is very large. And if it's, like, in Northern California in, like, this very, very expensive prissy area and, like, they have a big backyard, it just doesn't make sense. And then another thing that makes doesn't make sense is the fact that we're supposed to believe that, what's Natalie's husband's name? Matthew? One sec, I have to sneeze. Aren't you so glad that I didn't sneeze, you know, live on air? You're welcome. Merry, Merry early Christmas. Anyway, we're supposed to believe that Matthew is this like hotshot CEO tech developer app guy who's like on the cover of Forbes and the cover of all these like Newsweeks and all these things that they showed in the beginning of the show. And yet he lives right next door to Love and Joe who works at a library and she owns a bakery that nobody's in except for his stepson that she's sleeping with. And the people who have been murdered in the shop or have died in the shop. It just, it, it's another thing that like just does not make any sense. And then, um, also why is everything in the show shot in port portrait mode? It's getting so irritating where like just the people aren't focused and then everything in the background is just so blurred. And for a while I was like, is this supposed to be like, Joe's point of view because he gets like so like narrow-minded with stuff and he falls in love with the girl then he just gets this like tunnel vision is that what what it's supposed to be about but it's just like irritating me the portrait mode has to stop someone take away their iPhone 12 or whatever they shot this on no more um a good thing about this season is that it doesn't seem like Joe Goldberg is eating out four times a day anymore. That used to be like one of my big nitpicks about the show. Like they would talk about how he doesn't have money or 
something and he would be one a very fit and skinny individual and two him and beck would just be like laying around in bed all day and be like we got thai food for breakfast or for lunch so what should we get for dinner and like they were just ordering and all all the day all all the day all the time and now it looks like joe's kind of cooking so that's uh that's that's something there's room for growth growth wow um in my notes here, I wrote down skinny Target clothes, and I just need a minute to remember what... Oh, okay. Um, maybe this is a phenomenon that only I'm noticing. Right now, for some reason, the store Target, is, which I like get a, a big bulk of my clothing from, is really trying to push this like high-neck, pioneer-style, long-sleeve shirt-and-dress situation. And once every two weeks or so, I'm fooled into thinking that I'm going to be able to pull it off. I I know that this is not a visual medium, but I am a busty individual. I am short and curvy. And once every like two weeks, I'm like, okay, this will be the time. I'm, I'm going to be able to, to wear this. And it just never works out. This season of you has showed me that those clothes are just meant for like skinny people. And I know that that's maybe not like a nice thing. And if, if you wear something and if you're like confident and comfortable in it, then that's so great. Please wear it and please teach me how to like pull it off. But they keep dressing Marianne in these skinny Target Pioneer clothing items. And it dawned on me like, okay, that's what this is about. These, these shirts are only made for, I shouldn't say only made. Wear whatever you want. Wear what you're comfortable in. And again, if you're able to pull it off, please tell me how you're doing it. But it was just a uh, a light bulb moment, like seeing Marianne in this like very high neck, um, like ruched up thing with like these big puff sleeves. I'm like, oh, that's that's what Target um, targets Target audience for those. Haha, <laughs> we're for. Anyway, I don't have high hopes for the rest of the season. I don't think that they could ever kill off love. And I don't think that the show could end with either of them in a jail cell. I I don't know if John Stamos is ever going to come back. But we'll just have to see. We'll have to see. Um, oh, and then the last thing. People are really giving this... Um, they're really giving the show a lot of crap about bringing COVID into the storyline. Which I guess I can get behind that a little bit. I don't really enjoy it either. I don't think that I ever need to watch anything about COVID. Especially while we're like still living through it. Like un un until I get the, the vaccines for the children. I, I don't want to hang out in a COVID world. Um, but. I wasn't that annoyed by it. Surprisingly, people have really not liked it, but like no one's walking around like in masks and stuff, but it is kind of weird because it's like they're operating as if it's like 2023 or 2024. And we're in this like post COVID world where it's just like, Oh, remember that? But like, if you're going to lean into the COVID thing, then like, I need people to be wearing masks at the, um, the fundraiser at the library fundraiser. Or if we're going to lean into the COVID thing, we need to not pretend like there's this like secret vaccine that people were able to get over the summer, which like maybe there was, but like, I, I don't need rich people conspiracy theories from this show. 
that's um I don't really know what I need from the show maybe for it to end maybe for it to just have a nice neat tidy ending that's actually what I think I need from the show anyway let's talk about succession um I loved it I loved it so much I it was everything that I wanted and more there were a few things that stood out to me I know that they were going to start filming this season like the week that everything shut down in March of 2020 like they were I think already like on location and were going to film and then obviously they had to scrap everything so thank goodness COVID is not a part of the show so that's that's been very nice that so far in succession COVID doesn't exist which is what you want to see and I'm very glad that seems to have just picked up like 10 seconds after season two ended. I was bracing myself for like a time jump, but luckily it seems like everyone's just like re- ready to go. This is kind of a morbid thought. Let me just start off by saying this is also a show that I need to be tied up in neatly finished at the end of season four. It's such a good show. It's such a good show. HBO's fatal flaw is taking shows beyond the fourth season. Name me one HBO show, knowing that I haven't watched The Sopranos. Name me one HBO show that's done well past season four. I'll wait. You can't. There's no HBO show that has done well after season four. Big love. Girls. Um, I wasn't, I gave up on Game of Thrones like during season five, but like I, I know how that one ended up and it wasn't good. Um, True Blood, the biggest example of all time, True Blood. If they could have just done things nicely at the end of season four, then, then you know, we could have avoided so much like pain and heartache, you know? They need to end the show. Also because this is morbid. How much longer are we going to have Brian Cox? Like how much it, and I don't just mean him like, you know, passing to the other side. Let me look up his age. This is great podcasting. Brian Cox age. Okay. He's 75. He's not that bad. So he does, he plays older. Not that bad. You know what I mean? He plays older on the show, I guess, because on the show at this point, I think he's supposed to be, um, I think he's supposed to be like 84 or like 83 or something. Cause in the beginning of season one, he had the stroke. So maybe he's supposed to be like 82 or so, 82, 83. Um, and in the show he's supposed to be in like failing health, which by the way, I feel like that's something that we skirted over. Like he had the stroke. And then he just like recovered from it really quickly, which is kind of odd. Um, anyway, the show needs to be tied up quickly and nicely. One, because HBO shows never do well past season four. And number two, we want everybody to be at their prime acting ability and able to carry out the show. We don't want any recasting. We don't want anything like that. So that's, that's my request for succession. But I will say 
so they, this whole recap has been all over the place. I'm so sorry. They wrote this season before COVID and it seems as if they're like kind of sticking with the script. Like there were a couple mentions, you know, of their like President Raisin guy who was like supposed to be the stand in for Trump. Like we're supposed to imagine that in this universe, somebody just like Donald Trump is in the presidency and then like their Fox News, you know. But anyway, we're operating in a pre-COVID, pre-2020 election world. But I think it's very telling in the writing that it's as, it's almost as if they had like a checklist of things that they wanted to put in the season three premiere because they know that everybody has been at home binging Succession and like the fan base grew so much over their two-year break where they put in all of these moments that they knew that like all these new fans and like the meme queens and everything would want. Like they gave us so much Greg and like every time Greg opened his mouth, it was just ridiculous. You know, they gave us Roman and Jerry and they like really played into the Roman and Jerry of it all. Um, they gave us like the cocky Kendall moments and everything. And so it kind of makes me wonder, I know that they pre wrote everything and then they're still using the same scripts, but I'm kind of wondering if maybe they threw in some of the more like pandering to the crowd type things. And those actually kind of took me out of the show a little bit when, when we had to have like that full, like three minute scene of Greg, the egg talking about not even talking about, but talking to like the lawyer girl and stuff about Twitter. It's like, it ran on a little long and I'm like, oh, they're just doing this. So people will make the memes. They're just doing this because people love to follow Nicholas Braun on Dumois and like they love to know what he's up to. He's the biggest star of the show. So they're just like giving us more of cousin Greg. So I don't know. I could have, um, done with more, like I love not, it sounds weird to be like, I love Connor, but I always think it's hilarious when we see Willa and Connor. I kind of wish that we got more of them. Shiv continues to annoy me. I used to be on the Shiv train for forever, but she's starting to lose me a bit, I think. So wishy-washy. I still haven't forgiven her for all the Tom stuff, especially because we saw Tom, like, so, like, beaten down, where he's like, I'm not a hippie. That, like, that broke me, you know? Um, It broke me. That sounds dramatic. But all I'm saying is... I need them to figure out what they want to really do with Shiv because she seems all over the place. I want more Kendall. I don't think I want Naomi Pierce to be involved. And overall, I'm excited. Oh, and I want somebody to tell me the exact date that Sir Alexander Skarsgård is going to be on this show. I'm pretty sure he's only in like one episode, according to IMDb. And like they made sure to show him in the season trailer just like for a second. But I need exact confirmation on like when I need to clear my mental state um, just to absorb the new Skarsgård content because the other Skarsgård content that we've gotten over the last year has not been good. Do you guys remember The Stand? Did anybody watch that? The CBS Premium or whatever their old thing was. I think it was Paramount Plus, like the pre-Paramount Plus. I don't know. There was that show called The Stand. It came out all last year. 
And it had an all-star cast of Alexander Skarsgård and Whoopi Goldberg and James Marsden. And it was like star-filled. Why can't I even remember everybody? Uh, There were a lot of people in it. And it was like one of the biggest flops of all time. The show was made so poorly. And they did such a horrible job of telling the story. And it was all over the place. And I think that that's like the last like real Skarsgård content that we got. Except for that uh, new trailer of him in the movie Passing. Where he also appears to play a monster. Which is great. Um, because he does not know how to accept a good role. Anyway, this is a Skarsgård rant now. Welcome to my podcast. I just want to chat about Alexander Skarsgård. Anyway. There's the end of the TV recap. We will be doing this every week with with succession. You're welcome. Um, and yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm so sorry, first of all, that I just made that noise. Second of all, I'm so sorry that the show was delayed a little bit. That was a bummer. Things have been a little bit crazy in the um, Mary Arndt household. That sounds dramatic. That makes it sound like my like family life is crazy. Family's great. I'm just like, I'm a family photographer right now. I just said family four times in the last 30 seconds. I'm a photographer. I have many jobs. My extended family has been, you know, busy. We've been busy. There was a wedding and stuff. So anyway, yesterday was a little too busy. Couldn't get the pot out. And then when I was like, okay, I'm really going to make sure it gets out. Then I had like a update thing that I couldn't figure out how to work and it was a technology issue. Anyway, you don't want to hear my excuses. You want to hear me say goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary. I want to say thank you to my husband, Alex, who will not listen to this um, for coming on and joining us today. He is so fun and he is very handsome and he's okay at soccer. He's pretty good. He's very good at soccer and he had a good slash okay night at his indoor soccer game tonight. He almost had it at one point. He was very close. And I think I'm going to delete that whole rant because I was trying to make a joke and then now it makes me sound like I'm being mean about my husband's soccer skills. He's a great indoor soccer player and he's a great podcast co-host. Everybody, I need to go to sleep. It's almost midnight. Good night. I love you all. Follow us on TikTok at, at I just want to chat podcast. Follow us on Instagram at, at I just want to chat podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Like this podcast. Review it if you are on a platform that accepts reviews. And um, we'll see you next week. Hopefully on time. Okay. Love you all. Bye.